0: This opens up your life for the things that really, really matter. It makes you more available. See, me walking with people, one of the most difficult things to process with people is not how to, how to make a choice between a good, a good choice and a bad choice. Or a healthy choice and an unhealthy choice. That is not the hardest thing to walk with, with people in this process. The hardest one is when they have a good choice... And they have another good choice. Or they have a good choice and they have, what is God inviting me to do? When you have a good choice and what is required for me right now. Because I see many of us getting lost in the good thing. What is good, I tend to the community groups, oh, yeah, well, I, I hang out with some of them. Well, I showed up sometimes, and sometimes. Well, yeah, kind of randomly, you do a couple of good things, you know, serving people. And we get lost in the good thing. But we miss the invitation that God has for us because some of us were so tired and exhausted that we can't say yes to this thing. And the invitation of Jesus, if you develop this rhythm, this pace of grace, is gonna make you more available because you live in a life of intention. Father, hopefully I pronounce his name correctly, Jackie, Philip. I don't know. I don't know him. So, here we are. He says that the fundamental question for Christian discipleship is not how I read my Bible more, how do I attend church more, how do I pray more. The fundamental question to Christian discipleship is how do I make myself more available to the works of grace? As Pastor John Mark Comer was quoting him. He shared that the goal of rest is not just to feel nice. And that is a good thing. But that's not the goal. The goal is to make ourselves available to the divine. You know, the other day I was um, I had some friends that live in the Fairfield area and uh, I was um, trying to we were talking, you know? And one of them, is specifically when I came to Jesus the first time, he kind of desired to jump in into it, but he, he did. He just did his own thing. Love that guy. And one day he told me, hey, I, I need to talk to you. We need to talk. I was like, sure, man, let me know when. Well, he decided that 9 p.m. on a Thursday night was the best time to come and talk to me. Friends, I have a tile. My son goes to sleep at 7. I want to go to sleep by, by 9, you know, or 8, whatever, you know. I'm done. By 9, my, my brain is probably 30%. Cannot pay attention to you. And he texts me. He says, hey, can I talk to you right now? And, and I kind of say, well, I'm doing all these things, but yeah, sure, like we can talk later. He's like, no, but can I, can I just come to your house? I was like... Sure. This is a very pastoral way to do it. Sure. And I was hoping, honestly, if I'm quite honest with you, that he canceled. You know what? I, I can't I have my kids, you know, like I can't show up. I'll be, sure, fine. Take your time, you know. I was hoping for that. Never happened, never happened. He decided to show up like around 9, 9.30. And I'm in the back of my house, in the yard. ER. My wife is with a Maybe I think they're already sleeping at this point and I'm like outside and I'm sitting with him. I'm exhausted. I'm tired. But I say yes to this. And his question to me was like, I really want to know more. How do do I make myself more available to what God is doing? I don't know how to. I, I don't know I don't have the language. I don't have the framework. I don't, I don't know how to read the Bible. I just don't. I just feel like there has been many opportunities that I have missed. And I don't know how to make myself more available to me. I don't know how to def- what is the difference between my voice and his voice. And he starts going off on all of these things. And we start talking It was hard for me because he's a strong man, an intelligent man, creative. He can do many, many things. But he finds himself stuck with this question. And I feel, to be honest, I could have say no. You know, the pastoral thing, you know, as a, as a person who, who loves his wife and, and, and is a follower of Jesus, I have structures, I have disciplines, I have, I have all of these things that, that I can excuse myself why not to meet with him. If I'm honest with you. But I think the most important question for me is, how do I make myself available for the works of grace? even when it seems out of the order of my agenda even when it feels that it's not part of what the way i set up my dis, my disciplines or my structure or my habits because the rhythms of grace are inviting you to this moments as we close this conversation we have different stations for the communion And we'd like to take a moment where we worship together and we remember the sacrifice of Jesus. His service and sacrifice for us. Feel free to come, take your moment, and have a conversation with your creator about this. What is he saying to you? What is he inviting you in this moment? What is the voice of the Holy Spirit telling you in your soul? Let me pray for you. God, thank you so much for this moment, for this conversation. Thank you for the invitation to the things that you're orchestrating around us. To the things that sometimes we miss because we're tired and exhausted. And, and you're kind and gracious to us even in moments like that. But that's not the place where you want us. Help us be in tune and synergy with your pace. Help us. We want to watch you do it so we can learn how to do it and develop a sustainable pace that enforce rhythms of grace in our lives. We ask you this in your name, Jesus.